उसका तो बिल्कुल मीटर घूम गया रेकग्नाइज द वॉइस It's Kumail Nanjiani, a famous comedian you might remember from the new Marvel Eternals, where he plays Kingo. There was Kingo, eternal, extraordinary, and giant movie star. But what language is he speaking here? उसका तो बिल्कुल मीटर घूम गया. Some of you might think that you haven't heard this language before, but chances are, you've not just heard the language. You've probably even spoken it. Have you ever used any of these words? Cheetah, loot, typhoon, jungle, pajamas. Well, all of these words come from Urdu, a South Asian language spoken by more than one sixty million people across the world. It's written in the Arabic script and is a mixture of many other languages too including Sanskrit, Persian, Hindi and a bit of English. Like these Urdu words that have become part of the English language, the exchange goes both ways. Words such as copy, file, phone, corrupt are quite common in Urdu. Kumail Nanjiani is one of more than half a million Pakistanis in America or Pakistani Americans many of whom speak Urdu the national language of Pakistan outside of New York where the Pakistani American community is most concentrated the largest population of this group is in the south in a tiny little state called So this past winter as the first snows started falling in Bennington College Vermont very good to school I decided I was done with it So I flew over to Houston Texas where I would spend the next month researching the Pakistani American community in Sugarland a very south asian suburb right outside of Houston If you're just visiting a passenger who wishes safe and happy travels once again welcome to Houston I talked to a lot of people including this guy My name is Shahid Iqbal aur main Houston mein 1994 se hu On a cloudy morning in Houston I sat across Mr Shahid Iqbal a man with a French beard wearing a black t-shirt that said Dunder Mifflin Paper Company Dunder Mifflin He told me why he's been in Houston for almost 30 years. Houston jo hai na wo pure North America mein ek bahut hi munfarid shehar hai aur wo isliye ki ek bahut zyada diverse hai. Shahid believes that Houston is unique in all of North America because of its diversity. But in a city where people feel proud to embrace their cultural identities Shahid sensed something was missing. So at that time I realized ke ek yahan pe theater hota hai hota tha Masood Ahmed sahab ke naam wo karte the. To us theater mein wo jo likhte the to wo Urdu ki scripts hoti thi. Urdu mein likhi hui hoti thi. 
तो मुझे तो पढ़नी आती थी और जो दूसरे लोग थे उनको भी पढ़नी आती थी मैनी ईयर्स अगो शाहिद रिकॉल्स एन एस्टीम्ड प्लेयर राइट हु यूज टू डायरेक्ट एंड राइट फॉर थिएटर इन उर्दू अप्रोच शाहिद इकबाल विद यूनिक डिलेमा एक दफ़ा उन्होंने जब वो थिएटर किया तो उसमें कुछ नए लड़के लड़कियाँ आए जो कॉलेज के थे तो उनको उर्दू पढ़नी नहीं आती थी बोल नहीं आती थी ही एट कास्ट सम पाकिस्तानी एक्टर्स फॉर हिज प्ले हु डिड स्पीक उर्दू बट वर अनएबल टू रीड द स्क्रिप्ट इट वॉज रिटन इन द अरबिक स्क्रिप्ट सो ही रिक्वेस्टेड शाहिद टू राइट द सेम उर्दू टेक्स्ट यूजिंग द रोमन स्क्रिप्ट दैट इंग्लिश इज रिटन इन एंड दैट यू एंड आई कैन रीड मुझे उन्होंने कहा कि भाई तुम इसकी ना वो रोमन में ट्रांसलेशन कर दो तो जब वो सत्तर पेजेस बैठ के मैं रोमन में लिख रहा था तो एट दैट टाइम आई रियलाइज के हमारी जबान शायद हमसे खो जाए एस ही रोड दो सेवेंटी पेजेस इन रोमन शाहिद रियलाइज समथिंग हमारी जबान शायद हमसे खो जाए वी माइट लूज आर लैंग्वेज Shahid Iqbal got together with a couple of his friends and started an organization. He called it the Indus Arts Council. We predominantly represent the Pakistani arts culture and languages. So Indus Arts Council was to bring all these modalities in one area which is your performing arts, visual arts, culture, language, translation, uh interpretation, representation, theek hai na? तो सो वी स्टार्टेड विद उर्दू लैंग्वेज बिकॉज जबान जो है वो ही आपके कल्चर के दरवाजा है राइट लैंग्वेज इज द डोर टू योर कल्चर सेजिंग ऑन द पाकिस्तानी कम्युनिटी इन ह्यूस्टन एंड एल्सवेयर इन द यूनाइटेड स्टेट्स नाउ द इंडस आर्ट्स काउंसिल प्रिजर्व प्रोमोट्स एंड प्रोटेक्ट्स दिस कल्चर थ्रू लॉट्स ऑफ डिफरेंट एक्टिविटीज with a special focus on teaching urdu to young children jo filme bhi banayi hain um hum log theater bhi karte hain we also do immersive experiences to hamare jo total immersive events hote hain uske andar hum koshish karte hain ki zyada se zyada non desiyon ko bulaye as shahid described to me these immersive experiences are geared towards people who are not desi Desi is a colloquial expression that we use to describe anyone from the Indian subcontinent. So it's meant to be for outsiders to this culture to show them what it's actually like. Gore kale Mexico. Jo bhi hai, theek hai na? Wo sab aaye, hum un sab ko rickshaw ki ride karate. Hum unko haath mein samosa de ke rickshaw mein bitha dete. Sahi hai na? Shahid says that white, black, Hispanic Whoever you are however you look like come and ride in a tuktuk or a rickshaw as we call it in Pakistan and when you're going away he says he'll make sure he gives you a samosa as well attention metro riders the cost to ride is a dollar 25 please have your fare ready in boarding When Maliha Qureshi moved to the United States in 1979 her father said this to her Tu bahar jaye to Swahili bolo 
Outside the home, you may speak anything. You may speak Swahili. But inside, you will only speak Urdu. As I sat down in her office conference room, she reminisced about her relationship with Urdu language, how she slowly grew in love with it. I love Urdu. It's so colorful and there's so much um, nuance behind the language and so much meaning and so much poetry and all of that stuff. So I'm, I mean, I'm very possessive about it. Although I'm not at all an expert, but my culture is such an ancient culture. It's a culture to be proud of. It's far older than the culture we're living in. Okay? So, there's so many things to be proud of in this culture. It's a mixture of different cultures. It was only natural then that Maliha's paths would cross with Shahid's and she would start writing songs like the one you just listened to and also teaching Urdu to children aged 5 to teenage. That, that age group. Okay, so, Pakistani children, the majority of they can understand. Because they can understand. They can understand. They can understand. They can understand. They have that um, that uh, understanding. Maliha explains how these children can understand most of Urdu because of the environment they grew up in. But they can't express themselves, okay? Okay, and I can relate to that because uh, growing up, we say that when we people like me, when we watch a dream, we don't watch it in Urdu, we English, because this is how we've grown up. Maliha says that she was able to relate to these children because of her own personal context. Growing up, she says, she was part of a generation that saw their dreams in English, not in Urdu, because that's how they were raised. That's the environment they grew up in. But why are so many of these children so hesitant to speak Urdu at home, where everyone understands the language, including themselves? <laughs> That's what they encounter at home. Our culture is also martial arts. They are laughing at someone else. So, I talked to my parents. I said, look, he's like this. He's like this. As Maliha explains, these children's hesitation is rooted in a fear. What if people laugh at the way I speak Urdu? So, beyond children, 
Maliha had to go and tell parents to let their children speak Urdu, however they wished, and to correct them not by laughing at them, but by slowly repeating what they said. Our parents also had to say, if you both say in English, please send your child to learn Urdu. आप दोनों को एक दूसरे के साथ इन बच्चों के सामने उर्दू बोलना पड़ेगा इंग्लिश ऑल द टाइम एट होम वाई आर यू सेंडिंग दम टू अस टू लर्न उर्दू फॉर योर चाइल्ड टू लर्न यू मस्ट स्पीक उर्दू इन फ्रंट ऑफ दम एज वेल एट द सेम टाइम नॉट ऑल पेरेंट्स शेयर अ बिलीफ दैट उर्दू शुड बी टॉट टू देर चिल्ड्रन or even that urdu should be spoken at home uh, i've seen a lot of families who just come here from pakistan unko 2 saal bhi nahi hote hain aur unke bacche bas angrezi ke sawa kuch aur bol hi nahi rahe no fair why do you think that is personally i believe it's um status thing hmm that's one part हो सकता है वो वहाँ भी इंग्लिश मीडियम स्कूल से आए हों और पीपल लाइक टूमेटिबल तो दैट इज अनदर रीजन कि भाई हम एक कल्चर में आए हैं लेट्स लर्न एवरी थिंग अबाउट इट एंड लेट्स डू वट वी कैन टूटाइज आर सेल्स टू दैट कल्चर तो दैट्स अनदर रीजन or um, i th- i think they believe it makes things easier for them and maybe it does of course you have to live here you have to know the language definitely oh, and that's not just here i mean aap pakistan chale jaye to yahan pe main samajhta hu ki yahan zyada urdu boli jati hai par isbat aap pakistan jaye uh aur in certain circles especially karachi or lahore islamabad aap wahan jayenge aur sirf ingresi mein baat to karenge this abandonment of urdu of considering it of a lower social class is something that frustrates meliha even when she goes home to pakistan here is how she says the little kids in her family back home greet her hi auntie how are you are bhai okay Does that mean that Urdu is fading away then both in Pakistan and in the American diaspora? Will it live on in the next few decades or will it slowly die out? Shahid Iqbal and Maliha Qureshi both had many thoughts about this question. Har ek nasal ko padhana zaruri hai ye zaban usko sikhana zaruri hai warna ye chali jayegi Urdu is going to disappear as with any language if you don't uh keep uh uh saying it repeating it teaching it writing it reading it it's going to disappear ye hamari zuban jo hai wo koi murda zuban nahi hai theek hai na matlab jo log bhi ye kehte hain ki urdu jo hai wo mar rahi hai to bhai wo aap urdu mein to keh rahe hain ki urdu mar rahi hai sahi hai na itni to zinda hai itni to zinda hai theek hai aur aap dubai mein mere khayal se dubai mein सेकेंड लैंग्वेज उर्दू है मे प्रॉब्ली फर्स्ट लैंग्वेज उर्दू और हिंदी है क्योंकि वहां तो इतने इमारती ही नहीं है जितने हम लोग हैं ठीक है ना 
तो इसी तरह से आप अगर सदरन अफ्रीका के बहुत से मुल्कों में चले जाएं साउथ अफ्रीका में आप चले जाएं आपको वहाँ उर्दू बोलने वाले मिलेंगे आपको जैम्बिया में मिलेंगे उर्दू बोलने वाले अच्छा ठीक है ना इसी तरह से आप फार ईस्ट या दूसरी जगहों पे जाएं आपको मिलेंगे उर्दू बोलने वाले लोग आई थिंक मालदीव एक यू नो छोटा सा आइलैंड है वहाँ पर उर्दू बोली जाती है मतलब वहाँ पर उर्दू की बाकायदा तरवीज हो रही है ठीक है ना It seems like we're at a bit of an impasse here. A little confusing one. Maliha thinks that Urdu might disappear, but Shahid thinks it is bound to live on. As it does in the UAE, in Zambia, South Africa, Maldives, and so many of the other countries he just named. Perhaps I should ask someone else this question. Someone from a younger generation. After my conversation with Maliha Qureshi, she invited me to a dinner that night at her house. I was very excited. Free food is something I never say no to. And free Pakistani food? Oh, yes. As I ate some of this irresistible food at her beautiful house in Sugarland, I started talking to her son, Ramiz. A decent young man close to my age though a little older than me and also a little taller when i see gatherings like this yeah, and stuff yeah like, so, yeah this is <laughs> completely normal to me we have this this stuff like at least every weekend before covid it was always mm. like during ramzan like <laughs> ramzan is crazy if there's here if there's there everywhere it's just but I, yeah i love it it's great yeah soon We shifted away from the old days being the only two people at the gathering that weren't above 50 years of age and took our food to the living room upstairs but you know obviously you know I don't know it 100% I can't read or write or do but I I really like speaking it and I think one of the best things that helped me with Urdu was Because my mother and I, we moved with with our grandparents here when I was around seven years old, and growing up, like in the house, like outside of the house, in school, English, you know, all that. But in the house, my mama, nani, nana, they would not respond to me if I was not speaking Urdu. Like if I said something in English, they wouldn't say anything. They were just silence, and that's like how I learned. I just, I just had to learn how to speak Urdu, and I, I, I like it, and. Well, there's so many people my age who I've met who are, you know, their parents are Pakistani or they're from, you know, that area. They understand it, but they don't speak it. So, yeah. and I, I really enjoy speaking it. I have yet to find a lot of people who I can converse with in Urdu because mm. I feel like it'd be nice to talk to someone who is like me, who was born in America, but you know, knows the language as well and likes to speak it. But mm. I haven't found that here. Mm-hmm. something annoying yeah, and even when I went like last year you know visiting my family in Islamabad and Lahore and all that they were all speaking English with me and I had to tell them like you know I know I live in America but you can talk to me <laughs> like <laughs> I, I speak or do it as well like, yeah I had to like ma- like I had to like ma- that's why I had to like also make an effort to 
speak more Urdu around people, you know, older than me, so they also know that okay, not hope is not all lost. <laughs> like, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I always try to make an effort to speak. I I learned. I think like, the entire time I was in Pakistan, I didn't really speak that much English. Mm-hmm. And I liked mm-hmm. it. It was good. Yeah. Let's go back to the difficult question that Maliha and Shahid couldn't agree upon. Does Ramiz think Urdu is dying out? And what I found is like even some parents are ashamed to speak Urdu. Like they, like I've heard like a lot of my friends who who you know grew up here. They say I ask them sometimes like why don't you like you know speak Urdu? And they're like my parents never spoke it with me in the house. Like they thought mm. I would get confused if I was learning two different languages, Whoa. which I thought was ridiculous because when you're a child, you can learn five different languages at once. So like I just thought, I like it's just it's also like on the fault of like the parents as well. Like you need to show your child what you're where you're from, like what your culture is, what your language mm. is. Otherwise, you're gonna lose it all. Like my cousins, I love them, but their kids are not gonna know any Urdu. Mm. The only way they're gonna know know Urdu is from their nani and nana, the other the that generation. But they're people my age who are gonna be parents in like the next ten fifteen years. They're yeah. not gonna really be able to teach them any of that. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Ramiz talks about the science of learning many languages as a child, the science of multilingualism. Almost everyone I interviewed would bring up this fact at some point. I mean, human mind is quite capable of speaking three, four, five, six, seven languages at one time. Science it tells you that a child by the age of seven can learn up to, you know, what five different languages. So why not? So why not? As I would later find out in my conversation with Maliha, sometimes when it comes to speaking Urdu, the benefits offered to you by science are outweighed by the immediate dangers posed to you by society. When Urdu shifts from private places like home to public places like a grocery store, it's not always a pleasant sight. uh, you guys need to speak English. This is just three weeks ago in Austin, of all places, where the majority of the population is quite progressive. So, as a minority in the United States, what should you do? Be it Urdu, Spanish, Chinese, should you just let go of your language or disguise it in public so that you can avoid being yelled at? What is Maliha's message for other people like her and her son Ramiz? You must know, as a minority in this country, you must know your rights. Uh, and don't become scared. 
give it back to them in a very civilized way, they will never bother you again. I mean, I reported people to my senator. I wrote letters to the FBI. I wrote letters to my congresswoman. And I was never bothered again after. But what if you're not part of the Pakistani community? What if you're just someone listening to this podcast thinking, hmm, this sounds interesting. What lesson does this have for me? Here is one. No matter where you live, uh, outside of your five-mile boundary, there's a whole world out there. <laughs> uh, so be more inquisitive. Or uh, um, There's a whole world out there. Uh, and there is nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong in learning something new. I, I think that's the that is the bedrock of human experience. We are all here to learn something new every day, every minute, every moment. So my message would be ke, uh, just just turn around and see what's next to you. And don't be afraid to ask someone something. Because that's exactly why we are here on this earth. <laughs> Your passport is telling the other person who you are, right? Mm-hmm. Without in so many words, in so many words it's saying who you are. Mm-hmm. So getting to know someone is a need. Mm-hmm. So I would say, okay, if you find something Pakistani, if you find something remotely Urdu, be inquisitive. Ask that person. And to that person, my message is, don't be afraid of sharing. <laughs> Urdu is not going to get lessened by sharing. Urdu will increase by sharing. Urdu will increase by sharing. So share the beauty of this language. Listen to its songs. Listen to Mehdi Hassan, Farida Khanam, Abrarul Haq, Atif Aslam, Ali Zafar. Read its poetry or translations of its poetry. Read Fez Ahmed Fez, read Mirza Khalib, read Ahmed Faraz, read Mir Taki Mir. Or go out in society and make friends with someone from Pakistan, someone like me. Excuse me? And try to bully them into teaching you Urdu. Or better than that, visit the Indus Arts Council website at www.indusartscouncil.org and start learning Urdu on weekends via Zoom anywhere in the United States or anywhere in the world. And if you're ever around in Houston, try visiting the exciting events that the Indus Arts Council hosts throughout the year. After picking at Shahid's brain for so long, it's certainly on my bucket list. Thank you for coming all the way from Vermont. (laughs) And uh, Texas is not that scary. (laughs) Yeah.